the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising this Pastor Pearson, the Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast of the Pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We've been sharing a powerful message with you that's called Being Imitators of Christ. God our Father has given an assignment to you and me to be imitators of Him. To help us to be successful imitating Him, He gave us the perfect example of someone who can show us how to successfully imitate Him. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is who God gave all of us to look to, to know what it looks like to be an imitator of Him. Jesus was the person God gave us as an example to help me and you imitate God like he wants us to do. When we conform ourselves to Jesus' example and live our lives like he did, we'll live the kind of life that God wants all of us to live. That's because Jesus lived the kind of life that God wants all of us to one day live, a life lived that successfully imitates our Father. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Holy Ghost correction was given to me and you. If we was riding down the street right now, we had already set the GPS system to be able to take us someplace. Then that little chick in the box is going to keep giving us directions to get to there. You know that little chick in the box? She's going she gonna to keep talking to us until we get there. Why? Because her directions are what we were following to get to where we was intended to. Because we thought we was going in the right direction because we thought we had the right destination. But when you find out you got the wrong destination, she's going to keep saying things that was based upon the old destination. She's going to keep saying things based upon the old destination until you reset a new destination. Are you listening to me? That's when new directions will come too. That's why God said, I need you to set your mind on heaven and set your affections on doing what I want you to do. Reset your GPS within you to be able to do what I want you to do rather than the one that was set before to do what the world do. That's why now we in Christ, we still want to do what we used to do because we still headed to that same destination as though that's what we were supposed to do. It's got to be reset now. Does that make sense up in here? Because otherwise, information is going to keep coming to you that takes you in the wrong direction to do what you ought not do. You're going to keep listening to your body. You're going to keep listening to your friends. You're going to be, keep listening to that chicky poo or that brother do and what he's telling you to do. And you're going to keep doing what they do. And you're not going to do what God wants you to do. Why? Because you have not reset your destination yet. You got to reset it. Now set your affections on Christ. Set your affections on living what God has in store for you to do. Set your mind toward doing what God wants you to do. So just like if we were going down the road thinking that we're going to the right direction, to the desired destination, once we find out we're not going in the right direction, we're supposed to make a change. I said we're supposed to make a change. 
And if we find out that the destination is the wrong destination, then the directions that we were going in is not going to get us there. We have to do something different. Once we find out our destination is the wrong destination and we need to make a course correction and set a new course for ourselves, we have to reset our GPS within us to be able to help us get to what God has in store for us. That's the way it is once we get in Christ. When we find out that the things that which we were doing previously had our affection set on are not what it is that we're supposed to have our affection set upon, then we got to rechange our course. We have to reset our GPS system to a new destination. We need to take our minds off the world where it was taking us and causing us to do things that we ought not do and now set our minds on Christ and on what he wants us to do so we can have a new destination that God, make it to the new destination that God has in store for me and you. Read verse three. Let's do two and then come into three. It says, set your affection on things above, not on the things on, on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. See, those of us who are born again, we are now hid in Christ. Our old life is dead. Our new life is now hid in Christ. That word hid right there means concealed. Properly, it means concealed by covering. It's concealed by covering. See, when something is hid by covering, it with something else. The thing that is hid is no longer seen. When something is hid by, by being covered by something else, the thing that's now seen is that which is hid in. You're not seeing them anymore. Well, that's what's supposed to be with our new lives, is that you ain't supposed to see our lives, our old lives no more. Because why? Our old lives are now hid in Christ. And since they're in Christ, hid in Christ, you don't see it no more. Because if we keep seeing what it is that we were seeing before we were hid in Christ, then we must not be hid in Christ like we're supposed to. We're not hiding our life in Christ like we ought to. Yeah, it is. See, our life is now hid in Christ. That means that our old life that we used to live prior to being born again is, 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 is not supposed to be hid in Christ, which means it's no longer seen anymore. We're not supposed to see what we did no more. We're not supposed to continue to show the rest of the world who we used to be before. Come on now, if we was, we was mean and, and cussing folk out all the time before, that's hid in Christ now. That means it ain't seen no more. The things that I used to do, trust the brother on this one, the things that I used to do, that's not seen no more because I'm in Christ now. I don't live like I used to live no more. Hallelujah. And that's the way it's supposed to be with you too. And each of us get better at it too as we keep doing what God wants us to do. See, the only life that's now supposed to be seen is Christ's life. His life is the one that's supposed to be seen now. That's because Christ, that's because in Christ, we receive a brand new life. Let me read it to you out of the Bible in basic English. And I'm going to read verses one through three in the Bible in basic English. It might help you a little bit. It reads it this way. If then ye have a new life with Christ, because see, we have a new life with Christ. Then give your attention to the things of heaven where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Keep your mind on the higher things not on the things of the earth. For your life on earth is done and you have a secret life with Christ in God. Notice your life in Christ is done. You got a brand new life now. See, the life we used to live is supposed to be done. Street folk used to say, it's over. Praise God. In fact, that's what we're supposed to say about it too. It's over. 
I was telling an earlier group, praise God, that back on, 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 uh, on July 4th, uh, Independence Day, praise God, when I was sitting on the couch, praise God, after I hadn't cooked up a mess of vittles for my wife that I can't eat, praise God, hallelujah, cooked up a bunch of stuff for her, praise God, and, and everything like that, and for the rest of the family, and I sat back on the couch for a little while, praise God, and was going in and out of consciousness, praise God, I, I had it on the NBA channel, praise God, so I could watch some of the old dunk, dunk contests, praise God, I was watching some of the old dunk contests, took us all the way back to when they first started doing it, dunk contests in the NBA, Back when artists Gilmore and 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 Dr. J and, and 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 all those guys and stuff like that, they was doing they was doing the dunking. Praise God, praise God. You know, Street, you know, David Skywalker, you know, Thompson. They was all doing the the the, the dunking. I mean, it was some boring dunks too. Praise God. That's why I was going in and out of country. I'm like, let me go to sleep. Because see, back then it was it was something. Because I remember watching it. I, I can date myself. I remember watching it when it actually happened. Praise God. That when they did, he was like, oh, oh. He was like, that was a sweet dunk. But nowadays, you look at that stuff compared to what they do nowadays. It's like, man, them the most boring dunks in the world. I mean, if kids is doing that down here. Praise God. When they in ele- ele- into elementary school, junior high school, they dunking like that. That ain't nothing. Praise God. But then later on down the line, praise God, I went to sleep, woke up later on down the line. And they had to make it up to a closer to modern day when they showed the brother that was from uh, um, um, Toronto, praise God. Uh, uh, what's his name? Huh? Vince Carter. When Vince Carter, praise God, started doing his dunks. Now that was like, dang, this guy was like retarded how he could dunk. He, dunk. he was dunking in ways that people that dunk was like falling down. Like, man, that's crazy. They ain't never seen nothing like that. This dude was doing he was doing 360s from the opposite foot going in the opposite direction and then reaching back after cuffing the ball and slamming the people's like dang that's crazy he did one dunk praise God at the end of the contest praise God when he when he jumped up and did this one dunk it was like totally ridiculous it was like folks still can't do that dunk today praise God but after he came down from the rim after doing it he turned and looked at the crowd and said it's over Letting them know, don't even bother. Don't nobody even try to bother following what I just did because what I did is like, it's, it's, it don't, you can't do no more than that. It's over. And man, people was falling all down, holding their hands up. I mean, people that was in the dunk contest was bowing down in front of him, like saying, man, you the man. I ain't never seen nothing like that. Why? Because he said that what I did can't be matched. And, and from that point forward, don't even try to do nothing else. Well, see, our life in Christ is supposed to be our old life in Christ is supposed to be over to the point that you don't even try to do that no more. You don't try to outdo what you did before. You don't even try to do what you did before. You just, it's over. Are you listening to me up in here? That ought to be your mindset about the life that you used to live. It's over. So when people come on up and, and tell you, come on, let's do what we used to do. You'd be like, man, that's over. I don't do that no more. I'm through. Are you listening to me? That's, I'm, I'm done with that. My old life in Christ is done. Stick a fork in it, baby. I ain't, even, I ain't even about that no more. Are you listening to me up in here? That's what we're supposed to do. It's supposed to, in fact, it goes on to say that it says, for your life on earth is done, and you have a secret life which, with Christ in God. Now, it's supposed to be a secret life in that others who are not Christians don't know how to live it. But you who are in Christ not only know how to live it, but you actually live it. See, it was a secret to them, but it's not a secret to you. And because it's not a secret to you and you living this thing out like you're supposed to, you're going to make sure it ain't secret to them either. It's not going to be secret to them in that they're going to know somebody can live it because they're going to watch you live it. Which means they're going to be thinking like, oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. And, and Satan's secret is going to be out the bag. 
And that is Satan hasn't wanted nobody to know that somebody can live like this. Satan don't want nobody to know that this is the kind of life that they're supposed to live. That's why he spends so much money taking over the, the media so that the media will constantly show a lifestyle contrary to what God is about. Making you think that that's what things is all about. How are you listening to me up in here? Praise God. Like for instance right now they're trying to get everybody to think that everybody homosexual now. Praise God. Hallelujah. But if you look at the actual percentage of the people it's close to 1%, 2%, something crazy like that. But yet, because they're pushing it so hard, they make it seem like it's airware. That's all that's going on. And it's not. It's only 1%. Praise God. Are you listening to me up in here? Hallelujah. Praise God. Does that make any sense to anybody up in here? But God want to get the secret out of the bag. He want everybody to know what's really true. That's why God has come to me and you and say, come on, live this thing out like I want you to do. Because darkness is on the rise. Everybody thinking that that's what they're supposed to do. But then I'm going to walk in. They're going to walk in and they're going to see you living an entirely different life than everybody could do. When everybody else was doing one dunk, thinking that that's what's happening. My man came up and like, swam. And everybody like, oh, see, that set it to a whole nother level. Praise God. See, let's look at verse four. It says, when Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. Notice when Christ, notice what it says about Christ, who is our life. Christ is our life. See, Christ is now our life. Which means the life that we now live is supposed to be the same life that Christ lived. Christ is now our life. Are you listening to me up in here? We're supposed to live a life like he lived, not the one like we used to live. That one is done. It's over. We got a brand new life now, and that's the one that Christ wants us to live. Verse 5 says, Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil, that word, and covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God come, cometh on the children of disobedience. And we already heard over in Ephesians chapter 5, uh, and don't be partakers with them. Praise God, which means that we can partake of stuff, stuff that happens to them by doing the same things that they do. Amen. Go back to verse 5. God tells us what to do in order to make sure that we live this thing out like we're supposed to. And that's mortify, therefore, our members which are upon the earth. Mortify our members. Why? Because our members want to do it. Your members are your limbs, your body parts. Come on now, your body parts love sinning. They can't wait to sin. They throb and think about the opportunity to sin. Are you listening to me up in here? Don't, don't look at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. Praise God, they, 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 they get a kick out of sinning. Praise God, they can't wait to sin again. Praise God, they can't wait to. But God says, this is what I need you to do. Once your mind is set and your affections are set on, what, on, li- on life like I want you to live it, now I need you to mortify your members. Now that word mortify right there means to deaden, to deaden. That is figuratively to subdue, which means bring under control. Because I need you to bring your body parts under control. How do you do that? I need you to deaden them. Now, this is good right here, to deaden them. Which means we're supposed to deaden our mortal body parts in order to be able to live a life in Christ that we ought to live. We ought to, we ought to deaden our bodies in order to live the life that Christ called us to live. So before you get ready to you know, jack yourself up, let me make sure you understand what the word deaden means. When I think of deaden, I think of how surgeons and dentists deaden the area that they're going to do surgery on so that the person doesn't feel what they would have felt in that area if that area had not been deadened. They will do something to that area. They will apply something, whether it's topical, like a bomb, or whether they'll interject something, like a solution, that'll be able to be interjected into that part, which will then deaden that part. 
so that now whatever surgery they do, that is the removing or the fixing of something, it won't have the same feeling to it that it would have had if it would not been deadened. So they usually deaden that area so that they can remove something or repair something without pain. They do it so that they can remove something or deaden something without pain. Somebody say without pain. pain. See, once deadened, that person doesn't even have the same feeling in that area that they had before it was deadened. Mm -mm, No, they don't. Whereas they can be able to be working on your tooth and you awake and your tooth got nerves in it coming out the gazoo and then it's got nerves attached to it that's coming out of the gazoo too. So once they get to poking at that thing or pulling at that thing, it's supposed to be setting off stuff on the inside of you, make your head feel like it's about to pop. But yet they can, you can sit there with your mouth open and they can pull and pull and pull and don't stop. And you don't even feel it. In fact, in fact, they can be able to pull that thing and you might just feel a little nudge or something. You, you know something's going on, but it don't have the feeling that it used to. Well, that's what God said, do. If you're going to walk this thing out like holy, like I want you to do, I'm going to give you a word. I know a balm in Gilead that you can attach to that area, that you can apply to that area of your life that you can be able to inoculate yourself with in that particular area and get the word on that particular area and get the word on that particular area and just keep inoculating yourself and it will deaden that area to the point that now when it comes time to remove what you used to do, you won't even feel it. You won't even recognize it because it's been deadened. It's been mortified like God told you to do. Is this making sense to anybody up in here? See, God doesn't want this thing painful. He's providing you everything necessary so it doesn't even have to be a painful thing. Because he knows you got feelings all attached to your sin. You got feelings all attached to what you used to do before he entered in. He know that. And so what he wants to do is deaden it. That's why he gives you the word of God. Because the word of God, we learn, are the commandments of God. They're both instructions and directions. But we found out one of the definitions for instructions is, I mean, for commandments is prescription. Why is that? Because God wants to give you some medicine that inoculates in that particular area. So once you get the word of God about that area, it begins to deaden it to the point that you don't even think like you used to or feel what you used to about that. Somebody here got to know what I'm talking about. That's like all the Christian brothers in the house go, there's something that you could do if you keep applying the word of God to the midst of your life. That when you see what you used to saw, they used to excite you. And make you think all things and stuff that you want to do that you ain't supposed to be thinking about. It won't even be like that no more. You can see that cute little honey walking by. And you see she's beautiful. You see she's cute. You see she's fine. But it don't have that same feeling like it used to. Because that same feeling, there was a day that she used to walk by. Ain't no way you was going to pass up that view. Ain't no, y'all looking at me. Is it it because she's sitting next to you? Is that because you're scared to say something? Just wink at me then. Just just, just blink at me. Yeah, man. Praise God. You know, you, ain't no way you couldn't turn your head. Almost gotten a bunch of accidents. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because you was looking and stuff and looking at stuff you weren't supposed to be looking at and stuff like that. But there's a, there's a way that you can keep receiving this word of God that God gives you that will inoculate you in that area and you will not have the same view that you used to. In fact, even if you tried to do what you used to do before, stuff ain't even working like it did before. Come on now, anybody ever been to the dentist and they might have like, you know, uh, 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 shot up your gum and stuff like that so they can be able to work. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about then, bro. So they can work on a particular part. Later on down the line, that same day, you're trying to drink water. Praise God. And it's running all down the side of your mouth. Praise God. Why? Because it just don't work. Your flesh don't respond like it used to before it got inoculated. Praise God. And see, God can be able to make sure you get this word in such a way as your body don't even respond like it used to. 
because it's been inoculated. And since you're supposed to receive this word every day, then once it hits you, and then you can be able to make sure it stays that way with you to the point that you'll never return back to what you used to do because you've been changed. You don't have the same feelings attached to it. You won't feel what you felt before about doing what you did before. Just like some of you used to cry when offering time would come around. Praise God. And when you watch that dollar go walk, come down the aisle, you'd be waving bye-bye like, oh. Because you, you had feelings about your money like you used to. You watching your God go away from you. Praise God. Amen. Because you thought that was your provider. Praise God. But little did you know that God is your provider. Are you listening to it? But now that you've been inoculated with the word about giving and inoculated with the word about giving, now you give it, you give it with no problem. In fact, in fact, going back to the same dentist, not only can they be able to give you something that will deaden that area, they can even give you something that'll make you <laughs> start laughing and feeling good about that. Praise God. It's called laughing gas. I don't know if you ever had that. Praise God. They give you some of that laughing gas. Praise God. Hallelujah. You get to laughing and stuff. You don't care what they do after that. Praise God. They, they, they ain't put their knee on your chest and put, get the pliers and start pulling out a tooth. You be laughing like, <laughs> what you doing up there? Praise God. <laughs> you know, you won't even care because you... Just like you'll be laughing and having joy about doing what God told you to do if you keep receiving this word of God like you're supposed to. That's why this word of God is also called a rock. I ain't going to go no further than that. Praise God. Amen. It's called a rock. Amen. That can be able to give you enough enjoyment to be able to make sure you don't mind that. Are you listening to it? Uh, anybody listen to it, brother, up in here? <laughs> oh, jeez. Amen. Amen. Anyway. See, God gives us his word. God gives us his word. It's called his commandments, which are instructions and directions that are designed to be able to cause it to be deadened to you. You'll be dead to what you used to be alive to. You won't even be able to do what you used to do because the desire will be gone from you. You'll have no desires to be able to do that no more. Mm -hmm. But notice this, verse verse 7. It says, well, let's do 6. It says, for which things sake the wrath of God come, cometh on the children of disobedience, in the which ye also walked, past tense, sometime, when ye lived, past tense, in them. Notice, in the which ye also walked, past tense, sometime, when ye lived, past tense, in them. See, everything about that verse is past tense, because it's talking to you about how you're supposed to be living your life now. In which ye also walked sometime, back to walked in all those ways that, he, that you used to. You don't do that no more. See, understand this. God loves you enough to receive you just like you are. But he also loves you too much to leave you like you are. He loves you enough just like you are. For by grace are ye saved through faith. And it's not of yourself. It's the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. But remember, God's about to move into you. That's why the moment you get born again, he recreates you into holiness. To be able to allow you to be inhabitable. Somebody that you can, he can live in too. Because God don't move in slums. God don't move in stuff like that. Are you listening to me like that? You have to be holy. And so God makes you, yourself, the inside you, holy initially. And then moves on the inside of you. But then he goes to start working to cause a whole urban renewal. Everything everything about you. Everything has got to do with your life. He's going to change that too. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed for what the word of God had to say. I really hope that you're seeing the Father's desire for all of us who are his is to be like him. I hope even more that you're seeing the importance of living our lives like he wants us to do, that is, imitating him. Because if we do, then we'll do everything we need to do to fulfill God's desire for me and you, to live the awesome life 
that can only be lived when we live our lives imitating Him. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you, it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the single, unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a fellowship that's held at Word of Faith just for you. We invite all the single, unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our G2B, that's our glorified to be uniquely here singles fellowship, this Friday evening. It's a monthly single seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half your pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints that are done on the fourth Friday of the month where all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help them to live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.